Welcome to episode 18 of the Fantasy Football Hangover Podcast, live from the world's first alcohol-free bar, Brewdog AF in London's Old Street. This week is a bumper episode where we look ahead to Game Weeks 23-24. We discuss a -a five-a-side team's 14-page rulebook, review a couple of football biographies, drink some zero Brewdog beers, push Arsene Wenger through a wall, and ruin Danny Ings for everyone. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Fantasy Football Hangover podcast. Hello Rich. Hello Rob, how are you today? Good, Uh, I'm very good, I'm very excited to be here. We are in the world's first craft beer, alcohol-free bar, Brewdog AF in Old Street. And yeah. it's, pretty, it's pretty special. We read about it last week, yeah. and um, it's kind of there's a few people about. There's a bit of music playing, so you may hear a bit of background noise. But imagine yourself in a lovely kind of greeny turquoise booth, industrial exposed bricks and pipes overhead, and 16 alcohol-free beers on draft. Yeah, that's pretty impressive, isn't it? That is incredible, and they very kindly invited us down to come along and try a few beers. So, which is perfect for dry January. People yeah. who are just you know easing back after Christmas indulgence. It's nice to because um, I cycle a lot. It's nice that you could cycle here and have eight pints and yeah. still cycle home, which I've not managed with, with, with alcohol included beer. That's a good test. And um, yeah, it's a nice little bar. It's just behind Old Street Roundabout, and also they're doing free re- refills oh, all yeah. of January. So if you come in here, buy a beer, you're, you're set for the evening. So well worth a check if you get a chance if you're in London. So here we are. Will is still away. We are back. We're looking at two game weeks yeah. because they're very close together. There's one this weekend and it starts again on Tuesday. So we're looking at game week 23 and 24. Okay, so starting with Alisson at Liverpool. 6.1 million, 9.1% owned. Got Man United next, and then they got double game week of Wolves and West Ham. I think he's a guaranteed starter. Then looking at West Ham, we also have a double game week, game week 24. Mark Noble, 5 million, 0.8% owned, and he's on penalties, free kicks. And then Richarlison at Everton, 8.1 million, 13% owned. He's scored in his last two. They've got West Ham, Newcastle, Watford, and Palace next. Go Rich. Spot on. Okay, so first up is Ben Foster, uh, Watford. <laughs> Continuing their resurgence, he's only 3.5% owned, 4.9, making saves, good fixtures. Second, Mason Holgate, uh, 4.4 million, so a bit of an enabler in defence, nailed on for Everton. They're keeping clean sheets and he's a bit of a threat to set pieces. And last, after uh, recent performance, Riyad Mahrez, who seems to have cemented his place in the City team. 6% owned, uh, three goals, three assists in the last five, and pick up bonus. <laughs> Done. Tell you what, that's about the best we've done, isn't it? In terms uh, yeah, of time. bang on 60 seconds. So some interesting tips there. Ben Foster. Ben Foster. Season, isn't he? Yeah, he makes, games. he makes loads of saves and he's a real he's a character. I think Pearson loves him and seems to be bringing out the best of him. They've tightened up your mate Kika Firminia playing well. Yeah, best name, one of the best names in the Prem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, Kiko. I like Ben Foster and I thought Hulk, I mean Everton Everton are playing well and I was looking at Richarlison as well and thought actually defensively and Chilotti I read some stat that he has an incredible clean sheet ratio as a manager and he seems to have gotten right. organised um, so I thought yeah Holgate is playing every week yeah I really sheets. dislike Holgate how come? 
Um, I think it was maybe, do you remember that spatty Edward Firmino once? No, I don't remember that. There was an accusation to him. Sort of oh, no, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I don't know, he just looks like a bit of an idiot. But yeah, what is he's cheap, isn't he? Yeah, 4.4 million. I love so. it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a man. Up, right? and, no, it's, uh, and, and what about the double game week? Because we spoke about that bit last week. We did, didn't we? Triple Liverpool, for sure. I'm not, I'm not convinced on West Ham. Uh, no, the Irons are a gamble, aren't they? They are a little bit. And Fabianski was going to be the one, obviously, after his sad injury. Abbas. Poor old Fabers, RIP. Our friend, our absent friend Will got him in, didn't he? Oh yeah. Well, full. Listen to the podcast. Signed him in. Yeah, so, I heard you two reconciling things are for him. Trying, yeah. Since yeah. he's been on honeymoon, he sent me a couple of postcards. That's nice. Peace. Yeah, and um, he's promised to bring me a few things back. He sent you a couple of topless selfies as well, didn't he? <laughs> He did get his nipple out on Instagram. Yeah, and it's that. So we apologise. So you're going Alisson, which yeah. I think is a good shout, because well, he's probably the only guaranteed starter. That was my thinking. And I don't know, I'm, I have got Pope at Burnley on as my second keeper, so Ooh. if I can free up the money, I might go there with Alisson. Um, and yeah, Richard Richard Alisson. Great name. Yeah, excellent name. <laughs> he's just fairly consistent, isn't he? But then, you know... Or Everton consistent, I don't know. Yeah, and Richardson, I just have a funny relationship with him in fantasy that I had last season he had these streaky periods where he'd go on runs and I always seemed to sign him at the end of the run yeah. he'd dip and return to yeah. four games in a row. I've done that to Danny Ings, by the way. I've just ah, you swine most transferred I'll, in this week. Yeah, I'll ruin him. Everyone else will ruin him. Um, would you like an AF beer? Oh, yes. Did you know that AF is the foul hole free? Oh, I, really? I thought something else. When I, yeah, I, I thought, yeah, when I read it, I thought it meant something rude. Uh, here's the uh, punk AF. And I'll try a, ha- uh, a hazy AF. I will try one. Right, open um, online. Yeah, there we go. So I have a question for you. Um, but, oh, yeah. well, we haven't actually mentioned this Monday, Monday the 13th January. Yeah, yeah, the Monday before Blue Monday. Oh, is that the one? Yeah, the one um, Yeah, so we're recording on Monday night. And yesterday, Manchester City did rather well against Aston Villa and set a few records. Yes. I have a question for you regarding one of those records. David Silva, his assist record to Sergio Aguero, which I believe was 21, somewhere around then. Um, Oh, right. What what, he set Aguero up? Directly set Aguero up. There's only one Premier League duo behind Ahead of them, sorry. Oh, really? Yes. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you which team. Okay. And you can sort of tell me, or you can come back to me and give, give me a shot of the answer. It's Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea, okay. Because yeah. my first thoughts were Henri Pires, White Burkham, right. maybe uh, Dwight York, and Andy Cole. Chelsea. Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. Jose's Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, slightly linked to last week's podcast when we spoke about them and their prime mid 2000s. Ah, it's going to be so, Jogwain, yeah. isn't it? Trogba, Frankie Lamps. Ah, oh, straight in there. Oh, like yes. yes. Way ahead on uh, 36. Wow. 36. That's impressive, six. considering Big how many goal. goals Big Frankie got as well. Yeah. Normally a beast and podgy he was as well. <laughs> I know. Player. I know. Well, maybe it was just rebounding. Maybe there was a genius rebounding things off him. Like Graham was so... Damien Duff pumping them around off. around the halfway line. Pumping them off his lovely arse. Trogba's bath. We've got 
kind of alternative best of worst of today. Um, we're sent in by one of our listeners, Matt Davy. Thank you, Matt. Regular listener to the show. And um, he sent us this incredible Twitter feed, which some of you may have seen or read about or um, seen online. Or, and, and from a guy called Martin, who is... Martin? Martin. Yes, Martin. It's a tracksuit. Uh, at New Age Boxing UK, who fancy joining a five-a-side team. That's great. Um, we've got a set of rules, a 14-page document from someone who'd been running the club, the five-a-side team, for 40 years. <laughs> this, was this guy, this guy, was he the director of football? He used to title himself the director of football Amazing. at five-a-side club, which is already brilliant. 14-page yeah. document, incredible. And he's just shared it, and he, and he said, um, uh, it's Fobbling Gold, the highlights of which I'm now going to share with you on his Twitter feed, which is, is just brilliant. Um, there, there's a kind of thread that runs throughout, but Rich, did you, you had a few highlights you want to talk about that you worked out. I mean, yeah, it's what, it's what to leave out, really. It's incredible. Yeah. But to sort of set the tone, um, the, the first extra is, as you'll soon read, the rules and procedures are written by someone who's been organising football for 40 years and works in an industry that relies on processes. The philosophy of the football club is to provide quality football, but to achieve this, all members must be following the same rules and processes and pulling on the same direction. Those who don't are punished until they do. If they can't, they are expelled from the club. It's a tried and proven method for establishing quality football clubs. I mean, that's amazing, right? It's so good. The, uh, <laughs> did you get to the bit about the WhatsApp rules? Ah, oh, this is amazing. This is so. This is one of the rules. The rules have a common theme in terms of the punishment as well. Yeah, we, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a three week ban throughout. So three week ban. If you, uh, um, if you have a question about how the club is organised and run, the answer is in this document. If you think you need to ask a question, please feel free to ask the director of football using WhatsApp. The number is, however. If the answer to the question is in this document, expect a mandatory three-week suspension <laughs> will be issued for not reading this handbook properly. I mean, you'll love it, right? So three-week three week ban for not reading the uh, suspension properly. And on the WhatsApp group, um, the reply must be received before the next day message is sent. Do not attempt to backdate or reply for a previous message. This will be ignored as it causes confusion, and a three-week suspension will be issued. <laughs> I mean, his three-week suspension is just outrageous. Yeah, I know. I know. It's on that very same WhatsApp group. They're not keen on idle prattle. So uh, one of one of the rules is we don't have time for footy chit-chat in our WhatsApp group. Any members replying anything other than their ID followed by yes or no will be suspended for, you guessed it, three weeks. Repeat offenders will have their membership terminated. And did you read the uh, when it jumped to 32? So players who drop out or don't turn up if you've been picked are penalised with mandatory suspensions. Three-week ban for withdrawing after selection, whatever the reason. I mean, that is crazy, right? And 32-week ban if you don't bother turning up, whatever the reason. So, there you go. There you go. So, whatever personal circumstances have befallen upon you, uh, life tragedy, horrific accident, 32-week ban. Yeah. (laughs) Incredible. And, yeah, there's... um, there's a great bit about the uh, the VIPs of the club as well. You see that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. So blue and red bibs are assigned to team captains. These are the VIPs of the club. 
a wise footballer amongst us who understand the tactical side of the game and lead teams on the field of play. So this is all this is all in this thread by Martin. It's just incredible. Yeah, well, These are all genuine quotes from the 14-page document joined by the side club. And uh, we'll, we'll post it on our Twitter so you can have a look if you haven't seen it already. And it's picked up the lad Martin who's posted at New Age Boxing has 7,000 followers I think now and he's had 35,000 likes. Wow, that's impressive. I mean, it, it is like nothing I've seen before. I mean, do you question the integrity of it a bit? I, I feel like it's you couldn't even make it up. A no, lot of it. it's so kind of refined and, and random and aggressive. And, and the tone's so consistent as yeah. well, isn't it? Yeah. There's a, did you notice the bits about foul and abusive language? Yeah, that was good. So they've got a slightly, slightly contrary uh, policy. If the foul, foul and abusive language is encouraged if the team captain feels the need, although excessive use of foul and abusive language <laughs> is punishable by a three-week ban. You can also get a three-week ban for wearing a hat or a scarf during the pre-match briefing <laughs> or if you mutter under your breath while one of the captains is talking it's punishable <laughs> I mean I wonder you know the podcast going great you know we're growing we're getting new listeners but maybe we need to tighten up if we really want to produce a quality podcast and start I mean maybe we should tell people now Three week van. Yeah, so Will, just before Christmas, Will was muttering <laughs> under his breath while we were recording a podcast while Rob was talking. Yeah, he was wearing a hat and a scarf. <laughs> He's so. currently, currently serving a three week van. <laughs> it's beautiful. And also, did you see the bit about you're allowed to bet on your own game? Oh, yeah, I did you're see this. You're playing it, which is just... But you're only allowed to back yourself, your team, is yeah, that right? Yeah. And, and you have to bet in certain increments. It's wonderful. And then there was a survey you have to fill in at the end. Did you get to that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is kind of standard name, age, your favourite position whether you're left footed or right footed but the, uh, the brilliant part of this survey is how many keep you can you do with three attempts in the back garden your best score one to one hundred <laughs> I, I mean I can do a thousand so yeah, easy yeah. off no the scale whilst, whilst muttering under your breath wearing a hat and a scarf but <laughs> so, it, it would be fascinating I think if you've got this you, you'd have to go along with you well yeah that's the thing I saw a lot of the comments were really encouraging Martin to, to go and try it out I, I, and, and then continue to report back but um I, I mean, he was quite respectful, wasn't he, in the fact that he blanked out all the names and contact numbers, which I thought was a was a yeah. nice touch to sort of show it without, you know... And, it, and he's posted, posted many of the extracts from the document, and then at the bottom, is his final... This was January the 9th last week as well. <laughs> he wrote himself, the guy that was looking to join the club, Martin, he put, so all things considered, I think I might skip over this team. Either that or join them and see if I can achieve the 32-week ban. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was very good-humoured about it. Um, and it got picked up quite a bit online as well, didn't it? Yeah, I saw it went up on BBC Sport, did a little piece on yeah. it, um, and it was it was kicking around a lot. It's genius, so definitely have a look at that. We'll post it. And, uh, it's Martin at, at New Age Boxing. UK if you fancy a look yourself yeah, so thank you very much for sharing that yes, with the world you, Matt Martin, and Matt, Matt Davey who's a big football fan a big fan of the podcast and actually if anyone's got any interesting stories about fiver sides or clubs or particularly yeah, stringent or authorities yeah. do let us know yes do alright lads uh, Scotty here hope you're doing doing well it's January 2020 and all that oh bleeding lorry driving past anyway lads uh, just a quick quick word down the grapevine it's a January transfer window isn't it there's a few rumours from the agent that there's a couple of uh, 
couple of teams sniffing around me. Liverpool, the Merseyside one, the red ones. They're uh, sniffing around me, of course. And uh, the uh, two uh, Madrid teams, Athletic Madrid and Real Madrid. Yeah, they're both sniffing around me. You can very blame them. They're in demand. So, yeah, life's going pretty well. Enjoy. Oh, bloody hell, mate. Sorry about that, lads. One of my fans. Uh, Atkins diet's going well. And, uh, yeah, hope you guys are doing good too. Cheerio. All the best. Speak to you soon, lads. Honour and a bleeding privilege. Scotty, he's alright, isn't he? Yeah, he sounds good. He's, uh, it's interesting. I wonder who's sniffing around. I saw um, Villa lost Tommy Eaton, didn't they, to Crucio? Yeah, oh, Although West that, Ham. That foreign chap, Pepe Reina, might be coming in. Oh, is that why he was there? Yeah, I was yeah, watching he's... it on mute on my phone while I was cooking the roast, so I, didn't, I just thought he was. Wow, I don't know. The next man, yeah, he could be a he could be a decent keeper. I mean, yeah. he, he always he's only thirty seven, which isn't particularly old and he's been yeah. playing at a high level in Italy so one to watch Scotty, Scotty Carson yeah thanks that. Scott um, talking of uh, ex-popolers we uh, did a little book club last week oh yeah we did how did you get on with your Ray Parler book was it the Romford Pele yeah the Romford Pele it's only Ray Parler uh, by Ray Parler uh, it was excellent <laughs> I thoroughly loved it it's, um, it's not it's quite insightful and it's what I liked it's very it shows a romantic time with football, you know, just okay. before players were earning the sort of, sort of money they are now and had the same sort of rules and strictness yeah. imposed and self-imposed they do now. So there's lots about like the infamous Tuesday Club, and he shared a room with um, Tony Adams and some of their oh. drinking, their drinking stories. Um, he always Arsenal, Ray Yeah, How yeah, it? yeah. His youth team product. There was um, so it's only Ray Parler the sort of subtitle comes from a quote by Tim Lovejoy from the 2002 FA Cup final when he was co-commentating uh, where Parler received the ball miles out and then just nudged it forward forward he said it's only Ray Parler just before he pinged one into the top uh, corner from 30 years so in your face Tim Lovejoy uh, but it's a good title and there's a nice quote from Wenger in the foreword which is in my football career I've never come across anyone quite like Ray it's simple everyone loved him honestly I did not always understand his jokes because he spoke in Cockney even if I did understand it everybody laughed and, and you do get that sense of like constant pranking okay. bants and uh, um, activity uh, he he talks about Wenger quite a lot uh, so here's some of the stuff he said was Arson was one-off manager such a clever man with such an act understanding people but he could also be a walking disaster he do something accidentally every day. A typical example was when we were all doing a stretching exercise, one of the relaxation methods we used was to lie on our backs and raise our legs up against the wall, leaning them like that for a couple of minutes or so, completely silent. Arson used to do everything with us. On one occasion, we were in this large room in a hotel, and he put his legs up against a partition wall rather than a solid one, and he went straight through it. He just rolled over and went into the other part of the room. Uh, he used to call him Inspector Clouseau. Um, and it's quite nice, the kind of relationship between... You know, this very sophisticated yeah. kind of foreign character and then the kind of the Cockney wrongful player. It's quite, it's, it's nice. Uh, he said about um, the dietary changes that they all came in and he really took to because he was a bit younger but some of the older players like uh, Nigel Wintburn, yeah. Steve Holt really struggled. And he tells this story about they had an, they once had an eating competition on the way back uh, on a coach from right. a Newcastle game. It's a six-hour journey, so he was like, what should we do today? Let's have an eating contest. It was something we had to do. We must have had about eight or nine dinners. Steve bowled one by a mile. He had nine. 
In the end, we had to stop. A few of the players were being sick outside the coach, but under Arsene, those days were becoming history. <laughs> so yeah, that's some of that's some of the dressing room culture he encountered. Wow, um, that's unbelievable. That's what they did to kill a bit of time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just when he's singing, there's 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 loads and loads, but it it's nice. It really romanticises that period. Yeah, Maybe the like early period of famous reign. Okay, from sort of yeah, ninety seven, ninety eight. Um, yeah, it was good. How'd good you get on with Crouch? Yeah, brilliant. Similarly, there's a few stories about him going out for drinks, actually. I'm kind of near the end of it, and there's a great insight into who was to, who was good to go out with. He does his kind of best 11 for a night out. And oh, great. Who was, like, uh, is, it, uh, is it Dieter Hammond at Liverpool? Mm. And how he was just great fun every night out. He was complete opposite to what he was on the pitch. He looked like he'd gone out for the first time. Um, how some of them were massive lightweights and couldn't handle more than one drink. That was Ledley King. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, and just some of them were just great fun and, and culture of drinking. He said he used to live in Portsmouth, um, just near the harbour, and they'd go for a drink. And a lot of the foreign players, as more foreign players came into the game, they couldn't quite get their heads around it. And he said it wasn't a big drinking culture. Yeah. Would, you'd never do it before a game, you'd only do it. Saturday was the time to do it after a game. And he talks about the area sort of around Liverpool Manchester where a lot of footballers would go and obviously a lot of um, girls or wag wannabes would travel to and just some of the mischief they got up to and that, yeah. who, you know, the grey goose on the table and all that business and Balotelli being there with his entourage at 20 and yeah, it's, it's, it's a really interesting insight um, and, you know, he's a great storyteller as we know from his podcast but you know, he did a great bit on tattoos which oh, obviously right, yeah. we touched on we a few yeah. episodes ago and one we didn't mention, Nile Ranger, do you remember Nile Ranger, striker oh, for, for Newcastle? Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a lunatic, wasn't yeah. he? He's got Ranger tattooed across his own face. So Insane. his surname tattooed across his own face, which is... Is rather, it tattooed backwards yeah. in case he forgets when he's looking, <laughs> he needs looking in the mirror? Probably not a bad idea, but this was brilliant. I've never heard this. Do you remember Big John Carew? Yeah, Norwegian. Uh, yeah, Villa. Villa. Yeah. His tattoo reads, uh, excuse my uh, Latin pronunciation, Movi Mes Oregles. And uh, it said, I think the big former Villa striker wanted to make a simple point. My life, my rules. Unfortunately, he got the accent wrong on the final word. He should have read, this doesn't work verbally, but he got the pronunciation wrong and a slight spelling. And then they said, uh, so instead it translates as my life, my menstruation <laughs> on his neck. Oh no, <laughs> oh, no. So I did go. not know that at all. So Big John Curry has that. And there, was, there was some really interesting insight into the coaches he's worked with, saying how um, Gerard Houllier would be very open uh, at Liverpool with, um, sorry, Rafa Benitez, sorry. Uh, once the team selection was up, people didn't agree with it. You could go and have a chat with him. He said Steven Gerrard was always at the front of the queue, and he said um, not all the managers will allow this. One, no one was brave enough to confront Alex Ferguson. No one was allowed to approach Fabio Capello. You could only speak to him if he spoke to you first. Wow. Others were more relaxed. Harry Redknapp could open up on you if you did something you didn't like, but you could also talk to him. Sven was calm when all around were losing their heads, roused the tabloids, things, headlines about affairs. You could never understand what all the fuss was about. Wow. It's kind of interesting, just that short excerpt, like how many different coaches he worked with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, internationally and at club level. It's really Stories. Yeah, I didn't know that. I mean, I knew he was strict. Yeah, he didn't allow. It adds up, doesn't it? Because a lot of players didn't get on with it. No, I mean, that seems absurd, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Only speak to him. Speak to him. It's the old, old schoolmaster mentality, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Which 
you know, there's no, there's a place for it in the modern game. No, but it's a great book. Yeah, Peter Crouch, How to Be a Footballer, definitely worth a read. Yeah, and it's it not, it's not just regurgitating stories from the podcast either. It's a good, good little book. Yeah, so check those two out. Lots, lots to, uh, yeah, lots to enjoy in both. Definitely. Get in touch on FF Hangover on Twitter and on Fantasy Football Hangover on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. So, correspondence. Let's dig into the uh, fantasy football hangover post bag. We had a we had a very interesting picture sent through that will circulate on our socials from FPL Dave. Yeah. Um, and it was pointing out the similarity and possible father and son relationship between WWE superstar Brock Lesnar and uh, Manchester City's uh, playmaker Kevin De Bruyne. That's a great. Uh, it is kind of uncanny. Yeah. We'll, we'll share this. Um, yeah, separated at birth, father and son, long lost cousins. Father of Zinchenko, uncle of Zinchenko, <laughs> yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. They're all related. There's a little hybrid family. That's brilliant. I, I had a correspondence from Susan Neal, sorry, Susan underscore Mills, um, talking about our best of worst of last week, managerial impacts. Uh, yeah. I think she might be a Watford fan. She said, How could you forget Nigel Pearson at Watford right now? Come on, you hornets! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Yeah, well, we should have mentioned that because he is having an incredible effect. I don't know, it's, it, their, stat, their figures are are amazing. Yeah, I think, are. yeah, they're one of the four, the four teams in the league. So, sorry, we didn't. The bottom, off the bottom, for the first the time. Bottom, yeah, that's why she sent me after that result yesterday. Yeah, we had something from our <laughs> former co-host, Mr. William Neagles right. from the Nichols, Neagles, Nichols, William uh, from Antigua. Uh, he, he sent us a shot of a fancy team that was, uh, as of Friday night, the highest scoring team, where um, they've chosen to triple captain Fleck from the Sheffield United midfield. Unbelievable! And I like love this. the vice captain. Vice Captain, Captain and Fleck not played was Duffy at Brighton in defence. Brilliant. Which was probably what, one point? Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really Captain. picking up the differentials. Seemed they made uh, 18 transfers as well and took wow. a 68 point here. So uh, whether that's a failed wild card or, or not, I'm not sure. And then the last one, uh, some of you have probably seen this, we had sent in by Sophie. Uh, it was uh, sending us a BBC Sport article about Brighton goalkeeper Matt Ryan, who's of course Australian. Uh, was willing to donate up to $28,000. Is he Kiwi? I think so, yeah. I think he's in New Zealand. Okay. Yeah, even better. What an act of altruism. Uh, To a Wild Earth Rescue Fund following the Australian bushfire. So so his thing was he would match up to $500 per save. 56 saves, so he uh, donated to full 15k, which is is lovely. It's a really nice story. that is good. I I was hoping that Tim Cahill was still playing in the Premier League. He might just... Yeah. Sign up something with the opposition keeper and just have like ten shots in a row. <laughs> yeah, straight at him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just to get the amount. Yeah. Yeah, Getty in here, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah. I think word might have got out that we're here recording. Oh, well, I, I think it is. Do you know what? I've seen almost, a few flashes going on. Yeah, it's almost a live podcast now. So. Yeah, if, if you do want to come, it's a Monday night and it's already getting busy, so it's definitely worth checking out.
Actually, while we're on the weekend's fixtures, I have a quick question, another one for you. Oh, Rich. wow, yes, go for it. I think you might know the answer, though, from the little bit of uh, text patter we had over the weekend. Uh, do you know which team committed the most fouls across all Premier League fixtures this weekend? <laughs> yeah, Would you yeah, have a yeah. hunch? I have who that suspicion might be? it could be. Could it be the mighty Arsenal? It was, yes. I was there through gritted teeth. Well, you didn't like you it. all 22 fouls. 22, that's quite high, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're quite passive team yeah often. it surprised me and we didn't play particularly well so I wasn't sure it was necessary but there was a lot of fouling going on and, and a very bizarre circumstance where they showed on the screen Aubameyang's challenge after he'd been given the red card which I didn't think they were allowed to do on the big screen a close up of the challenge which was pretty it had a pantomime ooh yeah, so that got around the ground as, as they showed it but, um, it was an ankle snapper 22 it? fouls yeah, yeah. And, a, and a brilliant moment which they didn't show on match of the day where free kick in the last minute for Palace David Luiz ran from the edge of his own area to pretty much the halfway line to pick up the ball and march it back 10 metres which then ensued in a scrap between both teams it was very clever because it killed a bit but he didn't get booked it was unbelievable Do you know, I don't know how he got away with it I mean Pat's option it was quite a smart move as much as I disliked it yeah, I'm all for I mean there's, there's been an absence of the dark arts in Arsenal's play for, well since yeah. George Graham left really so I'm, I'm all for it he knew what he was doing Definitely, definitely knew what he was doing. For my captain this week, yeah. 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 for my captain this week, Toddler captain tips, the youngsters, the youngest, we had one of the youngest last week, young Louis from Hong Kong. Yeah, he was two, wasn't he? Two, and uh, if, you, if you didn't listen, it was fantastic, he had to choose between Vardy and Madison, James Madison, Madison, and he just, uh, every, every question was thrown at his dad, Lawrence, my favourite being, what is the area for doing? <laughs> when his dad explained that Madison scoring lots of goals from outside the area. What is the area for doing? It was brilliant. Yeah, it was and he, and he, won. he did well. He's got the kids back up to to chose Fardy over Madison. Fardy scored five, Madison scored two. So the toddlers are two, two points ahead. Streaking ahead. 12 to 10. They've done it again. We, there was a chance for the adults to draw level, wasn't it? Yeah, halfway through the season. It's still, still tight. So who have we got this week, Rich? So we've got Matilda, who's uh, age three, from Thames Ditton. Right. Uh, so let's hear what she had to say. OK, Matilda, which is your tip for the fantasy football? Do you like Danny Ings in the red and white? Yes, or you like. Riyad Mahrez? you like him? Yeah. The guy in the blue? Yeah. What do you like about him? Oh, He's smiling. Smiling. Mares, very much a man in form. So is Daniel Ings, though. He is, yeah. Probably the greatest... Got his tats out, didn't he? Yeah. tats out on the weekend. Have you heard him interviews? Daniel Ings? No. I, his I voice, you... it's not what you'd expect. Is he a bit of a geezer? No, no, he's quite articulate. Right. Uh, not quite posh, but, you know. Okay. Yeah, he just talks differently to every other footballer. But definitely check it out. It's quite... Yeah. Like, close your eyes, it he's might not a be a great uh, Instagram account name as well, hasn't he? Oh, what's that? I think it's In- Instagram oh, 10. Oh, yes. Instagram 10. I think he's number nine. Maybe he was 10 when he... Maybe he was. Well, I mean, when he opened yeah, it. Yeah, I wonder. 
but yeah, he's in great form. So yeah, so, yeah, that's a good shout. But well um, well hang on until we'll see how she gets on next week. But also, Mares is in fine form. So. He's in fine form, and I do think he's going to continue playing. What about so. Sterling though? Is Sterling going to come back, and Mares will be on the bench. It's a weird one. I don't know. And then is David Silva going to get back in. One to Bernardo Silva. Yeah, Bernardo Maybe he got done for going out with Scotty on the lash. Oh, possibly. Bernard. Yeah. 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 Could be. Lucky I didn't get both brothers really. Otherwise, yeah. it would have been hell that to could have been bad. So, shall we look ahead to our double, 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 triple? Well, we're looking ahead to game week 23 and 24. Yes, yeah, a sad lot happening, isn't there? In the so, shall I start with 23? As we mentioned, that's this weekend. And we are looking at the early kickoff of Watford Spurs, informed Watford versus not so informed Spurs. Although they were quite unlucky against Liverpool. Yeah. A few decent chances, and yeah, they, they, they played alright, so that should be a fairly even contest. I, fan, I quite fancy Watford to win that. I uh, had a couple of Watford stats for you that I was oh, yeah. trying to say. Watford, only Liverpool Manchester City have collected more points from Watford since Pearson took over. Uh, so they played 5-1-4, drawn one, lost zero, picking up 13 points from the last 15 in the Premier League. Wow. Which is as many as they won across their previous 22 matches in the competition. That's big. So that's a, that's a huge impact. So I know in terms of FPL, um, and that's Decore is playing yeah. further forward, so he seems to be playing just off Deeney. He uh, scored or assisted in his last three games. Is that right? Yeah, got double figures on the weekend. I think Troy Deeney's got four in five, um, and Ishmael Saar and Gerard Delafeo both look really great. I thought yeah. Delafeo was very unlucky to only return two points yeah. in the weekend. He looks, yeah, he looks better in Saga and assist. So yeah, it's tempting to look at Watford. And Spurs' defence is shambolic at the moment. Yeah. And they've got Villa the week after. Well, it's not the week, it's the Tuesday after. So right. there's a risk of rotation. When you think the team like Watford down there climbing out, they're not going to rotate yeah. too much. So probably a good shout. They've got Everton after that. And then, um, yeah, there's, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens at Bournemouth as well. Eddie Howe seems to have hit it be on his way out, doesn't he? Oh, has so, he? Well, he, he said, I, I need to make a decision about my future or something. It sounds like he might take the leap. Um, he's been there since 2012. Well, uh, away to Norwich. So that's a massive game down the bottom. Get Campbell um, in your team. Yeah, that's not a bad shout. And Brighton Villa, that's, you know, Brighton is sort of dropping down there, aren't they? Yeah, Villa after that demoralising loss the other day. Yeah. Could, could be difficult. Um, yeah, and then Sunday's game, Burnley, Leicester... <laughs> And Liverpool United, big one. Burnley, similar to Bournemouth, the, the wheels are off. Yeah, it doesn't look like Dyche is going to fix it. They're defensively terrible. Uh, they're really disorganised. And um, I, I back Leicester score a hatful in that game. Yeah, I mean, that could be a good one. And then we go into Tuesday's fixtures, game week 24, which is the double game week for Liverpool, West Ham, G D G W D G W, all on BT Sport. As we mentioned, this could be a gamble. So the, the double the double games are so West Ham play on the Wednesday, the twenty second, and they play the following week on the 29th. So they might not rotate. Yeah, yeah. Moyes isn't big on rotation normally, is he? And Liverpool are playing Thursday against Wolves, the twenty third, and then Wednesday the 29th against West Ham. So again, there's time. Yeah, there's time. So rotation might not hit that. You, you might be all right, and it, it's just so tempting. The first double game week of the season, it's like. Triple captain. Yeah, yes, eight point hit. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's. Kind of, I I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try and get three Liverpool, maybe one. I've got Zabaleta in as a chief defender because Fredericks is out injured with a hamstring, so yeah, probably play him. Um, but I don't. Yeah, I mentioned Mark Noble earlier. He might pop up and get an assist or a goal or a penalty. Yeah, yeah. that's always the thing. With Noble, yeah. return two, maybe three if they get a clean sheet. And it's tough. Two tough games for West Ham. Yeah, away to Leicester and home with Liverpool. So Liverpool's probably the place you want to look and just hope that your choices don't get rotated. Yeah, what I, about I, Bobby Firmino? Because you mentioned him last yeah, year. Yeah, I know. He scored, obviously. He's really tempting. He's just that little bit sort of too expensive to jump at. He's nine nine point two million, yeah. and um, I don't know who you take out for him. I'm in a position now where I have to drop Barbie to bring him in. Right. Which is kind of tempting. If I'm going to drop Vardy, it'd probably be to get Guerra in. Yeah. After that, Yeah. Yeah, he's 9.3. But he, he could go on a run. He's quite a streaky player. Yeah. He could go on a run of goals. And I, I, yeah, I wonder if Mane or Salah would be... When you look at Firmino's stats, yeah, he tends to deliver sort of every third or fourth game. He's not that consistent, but he does look in great form, doesn't he? He's got great teeth as well, like really stunning teeth. He has got lovely teeth. Bear of the week. Bear of the week. Um, how did you get on with your your beer? Well, yeah, I've really enjoyed it actually. So I had the um, the punk AF alcohol free. Uh, and actually, so one of the things I don't always like about punk alcohol is that I find it a little bit too bitter. Yeah. And sometimes, uh, yeah, this didn't seem well. I guess the alcohol, the alcohol fight taken out makes it a bit less bitter. So I always, as an alcohol beer goes, it's great. Yes. And um, we were, how was the hazy? Uh, really good. Yeah, definitely one of the best non-alcoholic beers I've had. And um, definitely worth a visit. Feeling like you've had a night out, you know. So it is really buzzing in here. As yeah. you mentioned, it's really picked up. We got here sort of late afternoon. It's now post-work drinks at about six o'clock, and it's packed. Yeah, I think especially given it's uh, you know a rainy Monday in uh, January, payday was a long time ago for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. it's doing something right. It's a, good, it's a good vibe, good beer. No booze. Three dog winnings, aren't they? Yeah. So we are done. We'll be back in. No, we're not done. Sorry. <laughs> we will be back very shortly. Right now, in fact, we haven't actually looked at our own leagues, have we? Oh, our leagues. Yes. Football All Stars. Should we go to the All Stars? Let's go to the All Stars. Celebrities. And I, I was looking at um, Jack from Barney Whitehall, still top of the league. Those guys, brothers Grimm. And they, they, I mean, they are. They can't put a foot wrong at the moment. They are still top of our league. They're on 1,360 points. They took an eight-point hit, made three transfers, and from what I can tell, they got Imarez and Richarlison. So there's 27 Slick points moves, right there. Yeah. I'm not sure who the other player was they got in, but they are currently the top 2,700 in the world. That's impressive. It's just massive, isn't it? Yeah, that's massively impressive. Kelly Summers was beginning to gain on them, and they pulled away again. They are doing very well, and they're in a league called Men Behaving Chad, Chadley. Very retro, yeah, retro, yeah, yeah. 
big shout, massive shout to all the classics. Uh, but that did very well. And how, how's everyone getting on in our regular Hunters League, Rich? Uh, well, no change at the top again in that league. So Chopper Lamonaco of uh, the Magic Motions fame, he's, uh, he's flying 56 points this week. So he's just as he's just inside the top 3,000. But currently behind Barney and, and Jack, if you're kind of adding up that way. Yeah. Um, and then Peter Gifani is still propping up the league. He's uh, 127th in our league, but he did score 82 points this week. Yeah, so KDB, Mares, Richarlison, and he didn't take any point here. So. And also, sorry, I should have mentioned our All-Star League, our friend Chris Skull. Oh, his yeah. assistant captain yeah. Claire Murray finally played and very nearly scored. Did you see that? Yeah. He had a few one on ones for the keeper, didn't he? I think of Chris Skull every single time I see Glenn Murray play. Yeah, um, and he was captain. He got one point, so two points as captain. Which I mean, is more than he has Chris's been scoring. team's looking good. It's, he had Antonio at West Ham starting, he's out with Wilshire. Yeah. Harry, Harry Kane leading the last. Oh dear. <laughs> he's not touching that team, is he? No. No, it's a uh, uh, zombie side. He is currently 6 million. 504th, 119th in the world. <laughs> That's even a number. What Come on, Chris. You must. I mean, he's probably lost How his first play. Seven million? Seven million, yeah. He's too well. Come on, Chris. You can do better than that. So now we are done. Now we're done, yeah. yeah. Live, live, really live live off, yeah. I think this is the first time I've been in the first. You know what I mean? The first alcohol-free craft oh, nice. beer bar in the world. Yeah, we are fly, we're flying first. flags with revolutionaries on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be back in a couple of weeks, won't we? We'll be yeah. back ahead of game week 25 with our old friend Will Nichols. All oh, right. All bronzed and golden. Oh, and he's just been working out as well, hasn't he? Yeah. Doing his wrestling training on the beach. Food. What's going on in the world, really? No. So we'll be back ahead of game week 25, almost to the end of January. Hooray! Hey. Uh, all the best, everyone, for game week 23 and double 24 immediately after. Get the team set. Come and try some alcohol free beer in Old Street if you're ever around here. And thank you, Brewdog, for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us, and thank you guys for listening. Bye! Bye. Podcast so he doesn't get cross.